The views and opinions on this station do not necessarily represent the Panhandle News Network, WEPM and WCST, or West Virginia Radio Corporation. Here we go! Welcome to Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Country Roads Tire and Auto, taking you home with full-service auto care, with a higher level of care, with two locations to proudly serve you in Martinsburg and Hedgesville. Online, too, at CountryRoadsTireOnline.com. Here are your hosts of the 2022 WVBA Talk Show of the Year, Jordan Nicewarner and Marcia Kavalik. If you only have, a, say you have a vehicle that's probably 30, 40 years old and you only owe $16 on it, eh, I don't know if I would even waste my time doing anything. But let's just assume that most people have newer vehicles, less than 20 years old. Um, you do want to take advantage of only paying half of your personal property tax bill this year because next year, the other half, if you pay on time by April 1st, you will be able to deduct, deduct that. You'll get a dollar-for-dollar refundable tax credit, okay, for that amount. So um, just for your listeners, you're better off. And, and I know the Secretary Hardy, Revenue Secretary Hardy, has been out on the airways. I know your station has, has talked about it. Hoppy has talked about it. You're better off just to pay half of your personal property taxes this year and then the remaining half next year by April 1st, and you qualify for a dollar-for-dollar tax credit. Our guest this morning is uh, Delegate Eric Householder, also House Majority Leader. And I know you've been on the Finance Committee as well for years. Mm -hmm. It's an area of expertise for for you. Um, When folks hear the news that West Virginia is running a $1.8 billion uh, budget surplus um, some people are elated, but some people say, "Is this? are these funky numbers? What's going on here? And um, to what do you accredit the budget surplus and how we're going to spend the extra sure. dollars? Sure. And, and keep in mind for your listeners, of the $1.8 billion surplus, $1.1 billion of it has already been spent in the budget bill that we passed this past session. We put it in the general revenue surplus section. And all that, could, you could easily digest where every one of those dollars has, has uh, been spent. The remaining $600 million, uh, obviously there's discussion now what we propose to do with the remaining $600 million, And that hasn't been discussed yet. I mean, there's discussion, but I don't think we have consensus yet. So the talk is, will we have a special session uh, here in August? Possibly. Uh, will it be to uh, run some supplementals? Possibly. But it could be pushed off until September. But right now, we're still trying to work through the details to see where do we have, uh, you know, a common ground, and then we'll decide where the remaining 600 may. Me personally, I would like to see more of it go back into uh, tax relief. Keep in mind the personal income tax bill that we passed gives uh, 10% up to 10% per year until it's eliminated. So. I think it's a great opportunity to, to give more money back to the taxpayer. It's their hard-earned money, 
But uh, remember, I'm only one out of uh, 100 there. So, But you've been present. You're part of leadership. You've been present at yeah. some of these uh, interim committee meetings where you guys yeah. have been talking about it. So I think folks might want to know um, what are the intentions for some of this money. Yes. For example, yes. um, you know, we've got a lot of staffing issues in some big departments like corrections yeah. and, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, the DHHR. So will any of that money matriculate down to help with that, um, you know, that deficit? I, I, I do know that we've been talking about corrections. We've also talked about volunteer fire departments. So those two, there's still discussions. Now, I'm from the camp. We'll start with volunteer fire department. There's a group of members that would like to see an equal distribution amongst all volunteer fire departments. Uh, I feel a little bit different. I feel that those counties that have a fire or ambulance fee should be rewarded with a little bit higher distribution than some of those counties that aren't that just simply refuse to pass a fire or ambulance fee. Obviously, we have greater greater needs for Growth County uh, corrections. There's talk about uh, a another pay raise, but uh, keep in mind there has to be some type of uh, structural changes as well. Uh, I remind people we have uh, uh, over in Washington County they also pay their uh, their correctional officers probably three to five times more than what we're paying in, in, in West Virginia, but they still also have personnel staffing issues. So it's not only money, it's also a job that's it's probably a job that not a lot of people want to work, um, you know, given the, the, the situation. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, I think there needs to be some type of structural changes possibly. And I think that's what uh, they're trying to work through and try to reach some uh, consensus on how we're going to proceed with this besides just a pay raise. Our guest this morning is Eric Householder. He's the House Majority Leader. Wanted to ask you, too, uh, if if the system is working as it has been laid out, uh, for example, the Harper's Ferry uh, project for the Hilltop House, there's a public hearing August 17th for that, uh, that uh, tax incentive district, mm-hmm. the TIF. Yeah. Um, is that kind of how it was laid out? It was, and, and uh, once again, it's back to uh, local local control. If the uh, with this public hearing, the citizens will get a chance to voice their opinion. And uh, with with these TIF districts, remember the amount of sales tax that is coming back is what's used to fund the uh, the developmental costs like the roads and, and sewer and water to that project. So the citizens will have a voice, and if they decide that they want to go down that route and uh, they'll get a chance to uh, share their views at that public hearing. Again, we're speaking with House Majority Leader Eric Householder. Unfortunately, we have to be getting to our first break here in just a a few minutes, but I want to give you enough time to let people know how they can get in touch with you. If they want to ask any questions, find out more, how can they do so? Uh, Very easy. My cell number, and my cell number is out there everywhere. It's 304-261-9468, and you can also reach me at eric.householder at westvirginiahouse.gov. Thanks for making some time with us today. Yes, anytime. Absolutely. And have a good time working up in your attic this afternoon. And happy birthday to your mom. (laughs) We'll see you now. Have a good one. Again, that's uh, Eric Householder, House Majority Leader, calling in here for uh, Panhandle Live. We'll be back after this because we got a ton of people joining the show. So uh, stick around for more Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Welcome back to Panhandle Live. Driven by Country Roads Tire and Auto in Martinsburg and Hedgesville. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kabalik.
Welcome back to Panhandle Live. I'm Jordan Icewinter. Alongside me is Marsha Kabalik. And Marsha, we got some more guests joining us in studio. We sure do. And they've got a very clever event happening. <laughs> yeah. So I want to let them introduce it. But we've got Tracy Berker, friend of the program, uh, Mimi and Papas, and Rachel Lancaster of the Junior League of the Eastern Panhandle. Welcome in, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having us. So you guys are, are teaming efforts. Tell us, I'll let you unroll the name of it and what it's all about. Rachel? Yes, Marsha. Thank you. Um, so as you mentioned, I'm with uh, Junior League of the Eastern Panhandle, we're a women's nonprofit um, organization in the area. And this is our second annual, we call it Give Back to the Future event. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we had a little 90s spin on it last year. Um, but this year, um, so it's really a focus on giving back to the teachers in the area. You know, there's a lot of uh, amazing supply drives in the area, but we really wanted to focus on filling classrooms. Um, and so that's what we're trying to do. And each year we try to partner with a local um, business and we've been good friends with Tracy for a while. She's a great supporter of us. So we combined efforts and um, she is helping host our event. We're working together. And Tracy, you've got a heart for teachers. I know you've got, you know, uh, have, relatives. Yep. We have teachers and teacher aides in our family mm -hmm. and lots of friends that are teachers. So it's a great location, right? Yeah, and it's important, too, because like you said, uh, I mean, there's tons of great like backpack programs and things like that. But teachers, when they're getting these supplies, nine times out of ten, they got to buy it out of their own pocket with their own money. And we know how expensive school supplies can get, things like that. So uh, I think it is a pretty important thing to be helping these teachers. And I'm sure Mimi and Papa's Dips and More is also uh, pretty happy with this cause. Yes, we are super excited for the evening so now uh, tell us when this is happening, how folks can, can take part and donate. Absolutely. Um, so it's going to be August 4th, which is next Friday from 6 to 8. Um, and we're going to have a lot of fun with it. It's going to be at Mimi and Papa's Dips and More downtown. And so we're going to have uh, kind of a water talk, so to speak, inspired event. So we're going to do a water bar um, and <laughs> then some of the, the flavored syrups that are so popular you see now. Um, Mimi and Papa sell mm -hmm. those. So we're going to um, include some of those into it. We're going to have some some finger foods with some of their favorite sauces and things like that. So we're going to have a lot of free items. Um, and then we're just encouraging everyone to come out and shop. Um, they're so gracious to uh, donate 10% of everything wow. they sell during the event nice. is going to go back to teachers. Um, and then part of the supplies and everything that uh, we bring in, we're also doing monetary donations, are going to go back to the teachers um, at the Back to School Bash, uh, which is through downtown Martinsburg at the, the Roundhouse on August 19th. So, Tracy, I know in your store you have lots of things that teachers would enjoy having. So, like, while people are there, they can actually shop for teachers. Yes, they can. We have um, some little teacher saying things. There's teacher appreciation stuff. Teacher magnets. They have mm -hmm. bookmarks here. Yep. Of course, their teachers, most of them love coffee, so yes. the, the syrups and things would be good. Skinny syrups are huge. Everybody's loving the skinny syrups, and especially the TikTok has gone crazy with water hacks. And water hack. What, what do you mean by water hacks? They'll, they'll have a mocktail recipe, and they'll use the different skinny syrups oh. to make a mocktail. Oh. And um, it, it has gone crazy wow before i was ordering skinny syrups like once a month and now i'm placing an order every week wow and you know teachers need a little something yeah. you know yeah. they can't be alcoholic but like they right. can have a little something at the end of the yes. day and what, we, i'm sorry go ahead we also have um something the teachers would like sweet to go with their coffee would be um the sugar mac macarons we carry mm. them and we'll have so yeah you brought those in once i mm -hmm. did <laughs> <laughs> um we'll have a new batch um delivered next friday so that is good timing so so in i know you you both probably have uh teachers in your circle what what do teachers want 
What do they need for their classrooms? Hmm, that's a good question. I, I think it's really changed over the years, especially since COVID and technology has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done something similar at our church the last several years. We have a lot of school employees in our church, so we kind of do a drive for them <laughs> and um, let them come shop. And it's not so much pencils and paper anymore. It's like dry erase markers. It's oh, yeah. tissues. It's hand sanitizer. And I was sharing with her a lot of the younger schools um, like underwear and sweatpants for oh, accidents. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then also the older schools like um, sanitary mm-hmm. napkins and personal hygiene items. Uh, you know, I would you wouldn't think about that, but that is a great thing for a, a teacher to have, yes. you know, st- uh, stocked away. Definitely. Wow. And you can always That's they can ideas. always use extras of everything, especially pencils and stuff. I mean, those things get taken and gone. Well, Marsha, she knows because my pens are gone all the time in here. I, I, I reappropriate them across the hall to the other studio, but usually I come back and apologize and bring them back. <laughs> I'm <laughs> a pen thief. Uh, well, I like we I'm, I like to think I'm a pen relocator because I usually find them and feel really bad about it and bring them back. Yeah, I don't do but, that. Well, <laughs> We got a whole bag of them over here anyway, so slowly but surely, Marshall will just take all the rest of the pens. Yep, we're talking about mind. the uh, Back to the Future event, uh, Classroom Supply Drive, uh, going on with the Junior League of the Eastern Panhandle and Mimi and Papa's Dips and More. Um, so tell us a little bit more about the Junior League of the Eastern Panhandle. You said uh, you talked a little bit about it, but uh, I mean, to be quite honest with you, this is one of the first times I'm hearing about the Junior League of the Eastern Panhandle. So what's it all about? Yeah, absolutely. Well, no surprise that, you know, we're still um, getting our message out there. So mm-hmm. Junior League in general, um, we're one of 291 chapters worldwide. Um, now, Junior League has been around since 1901, but here in the Eastern Panhandle, uh, we started our chapter with it at 2020. Mm. So nothing like starting a nonprofit right before COVID, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> um, so we're really uh, working hard to get out there into the, the community. Um, but we're a women's nonprofit organization, um, open to women 21 and up. So we have members, you know, in their early 20s, um, you know, middle ground 30s, 40s, all the way up to like 70s. And they're all, you know, valuable members and, and take part in a lot of our activities. Um, we're focused on volunteerism. Um, we do a lot of things with local, you know, uh, nonprofits, CASA, Boys and Girls Club, mm-hmm, things like mm-hmm. that. So we're volunteering on our community. Um, and then a lot of professional development and some social aspects to it, too. So um, we're 30 members around, uh, a little less now, um, but we're starting to, to grow um, and looking forward to just really plugging into the community. Um, one of our biggest keystone projects is what we call Box of Basics. Um, and our, our focus is really um, on foster children um, Mm -hmm. coming but out of the system so we call it vulnerable populations Um, so working with young women's empowerment um, the foster children and then the elderly as well but our box of basics project you know we realized that food insecurity is a big issue in the area but it wasn't so much the access to the food as it was to the ability to what to do with it. Right. If I give you a potato or a rutabaga, like, what are you going to do with it? Mm. Um, so our box of basics is a bunch of your basic beginning cookware. Um, and then we're actually coming out with our own uh, recipe book. And it's your very basic, like, how-to kind of stuff. Yeah. So we're hoping to plug into a lot of um, local need for that with the, with kids aging out of the foster care. That is a program. huge need, especially yeah. if a foster kid has been in different homes and yeah. really not had enough time to really absorb how the you know the the people in the home cook things absolutely mm. yeah so we're trying to do a lot of good things in the area um, and again trying to to grow and um, just enjoy being here and and uh, continuing to grow within the community well the party's going to be at Mimi and Papa's yeah 
So Tracy, thank you for opening up your store for this great event. And folks can meet the the uh, folks from the Junior League, but they can also shop around that night. Yes, we are super excited. And don't forget, 10% of all purchases during the event will be donated towards teacher supplies over at Mimi and Papa's Dips and More. But it's the second annual Give Back to the Future event, Classroom Supply Drive. It's happening Friday, August the 4th, 6 to 8 p.m. over at Mimi and Papa's Dips and More. So before we let you all go, uh, can you go ahead and let people know where where you're at, how to get in touch with you. I know your Facebook is pretty prolific, so go ahead and tell them about that. Yes, um, we are very active on our Facebook page, so make sure you like us. You, I generally post at least daily of all of our new specials, promotions, and all that good stuff. But you can find our brick-and-mortar store at 519 Winchester Avenue, Suite 2. Perfect. And, Rachel, where can people go to find out about the supply drive? Absolutely. Um, so it's easternpanhandle.jl.org, or we're also on Facebook, uh, Junior League of the Eastern Panhandle, on social media as well. Awesome. Well, thank you all for stopping in. If you missed any of the conversation, you can listen back to it a little bit later on on our Panhandle News Network Facebook and Spotify page. We've got to get to this bottom, hour, bottom of the hour break, and we'll be back with more on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Welcome back to Panhandle Live. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marcia Kabalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, driven by Country Roads Tire and Auto, broadcasting live from the Hoppy Kirchville building. I'm Jordan Icewarner. Alongside me is Marsh Kavalik. And Marsh, this has been an exceptional week here at the radio station. <laughs> we had Dexter's Laburgatory bring some food in, which we'll be speaking with them uh, here after a little bit as well. Now we got blizzards in front of us. So who's our next guest in studio? From Peterson's and Dairy Queen locally, Mandy Abel. Welcome in. Hi. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being in. So now, uh, do you have a particular... Title at Dairy Queen or Petersons? Yes, I'm the district manager. I help run eight Dairy Queens. Whoa. For them. Wow, that's, uh, which that's is all lot. their Dairy Queens. Yeah. But yeah, I'm over eight Dairy Queens. That's a lot of blizzards. That is yeah. a lot of blizzards. But you are in to talk not just about blizzards because don't we all love blizzards? I'm waiting for this one to. Uh, I got. Did you make? Did these were these made last night and then frozen? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say that's the that's the good move to go to go yeah. for. I was wondering what you got the, the Oreo. Of course. Yeah, we're, we're here a, a little bit before we open, so we had to make them last night. <laughs> well, them, so, it but. is definitely appreciated, that is for sure. But the reason you're in is because uh, you have a partnership with WVU Children's Medicine that's going on. Yes, we do. Um, we have uh, partnered with Children's Miracle Network, and we take donations year-round with Dairy Queen. Mm -hmm. And um, today we do our Children's Miracle Network um we call it Miracle Treat Day, and we do it all around America with uh, Dairy Queen. And every blizzard we sell at the Peterson's Own Dairy Queen, we donate a dollar to Children's Miracle Network. That is a yummy way to help children. Yes. So, um, you know, it's very intentional when a company decides to put in with a particular charity. What did you guys learn about Children's uh, Miracle Network that made you really want to put your support behind them? Well, the biggest thing that made the Petersons want to do it is that everything that we donate goes to local hospitals, and they've just always really been big about giving to things locally. And, you know, this helps the kids that we give ice cream to, and 
you know, one day it could be, you know, their kids. It could be, yeah. you know, our kids. Yeah. It could be our employees' kids. So we just want to keep helping local hospitals because you never know when it's going to be one of your own. And as long as we can keep helping people locally, we're going to do it because, you know, we we just want to keep giving back to our own community. That's always been very important. And we've always, any any way we can help, we've always tried to do that to give back to charities and uh, locally, we've always tried to make an effort to do that. WVU Children's, of course, you know, handles childhood trauma and, and uh, NICU, you know, early births and things like that, but also childhood illnesses. They've got um, such an amazing facility there to help the children and their families uh, feel more comfortable and make more successful outcomes. So any bit of help that you can do to support, obviously in such a delicious way, is, is a win and a win. Yeah. And one thing that makes me very comfortable are uh, Oreo blizzards. So do you have <laughs> do you have a favorite item from Dairy Queen? A what's favorite? your go-to if you're if you're rolling through? What's your go-to on a hot day like today? Well, I'm like a plain Jane, so I'm just like a vanilla cone with uh, sprinkles. Mm-hmm. That's like my favorite thing. I always say like I stayed for the sprinkles because I've been there 16 years. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, sprinkles in the blood, I guess. But if I go for a blizzard, I'm more like a, maybe like a there's a Buster Bar blizzard that's not really on the menu. Oh, secret menu. Oh, like a secret menu. We used to have, but it's a uh, whole Spanish peanuts with chocolate chunks and fudge that I think is just kind of like my go-to one if I have a blizzard. delicious. There was nothing better when I was in uh, high school. One of my buddy's older brother, uh, his now wife, worked at the uh, Dairy Queen in town, and we'd go through there, and we'd always make sure she flipped the... uh, Flip the blizzard yeah, over. Okay, they, they, you guys are required by law, right? To yes. flip this. <laughs> yeah. If, if you don't, you go to Dairy Queen Jail. Well, <laughs> it's that, and if you don't put the little uh, swirl at the top of the cone, right? Right. Right. <laughs> that's see, I, I probably couldn't work there just because of that. But I'd speaking be eating of eating all the time, that's what <laughs> speaking of that, um, you guys are a lot of folks' first jobs. That's kind of cool, right? Yeah, yeah, I love it. And I love seeing, um, now I've been there 16 years, and I love seeing people, you know, grow and mm-hmm. go to other jobs and come back and just tell me what they're they're doing now. And, you know, Dairy Queen is their first job and oh. starting there and then seeing that. And some people stay, and they stay with us for a long time, and mm-hmm. I love having them still there. And the people that grow and do better things and, you know, maybe go work at the hospital and they're the nurses that we're, you know, helping, mm. you know, give back to kids today. Um, that That's amazing. And, and I, I love seeing that and being a part of that and knowing like I helped train them and, and, you know, maybe help give them some of the work ethic that they've taken into better themselves and careers. It's, it's, it's a cool thing. So know? Mandy Abel is here. She's a, a regional district district yeah. district manager. Okay. Tell us where the Dairy Queens are that are under Peterson's purview. We have two in Martinsburg, one on Queen Street, one on Winchester Avenue, um, one in Ranson, one in Shepherdstown, one in Winchester, one in Inwood, one in LaVale, and one in Kaiser. Well, I have been a patron at every single one of those. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I literally have, wow. I have spent money at every single you one of those. Don't <laughs> yeah. And what, my favorite thing too is when I was a kid, the one in LaVale, my family's from out that way. Yeah. And uh I the first time I realized that there was you could get food at Dairy Queen, like a burger yeah. or like yeah. anything like that. And I was obsessed with Dairy Queen burgers. And now as I gotten older, if I'm going to Dairy Queen, 
depends on how much how much I want to eat. But I'll either get a blizzard and the chicken tender box with the gravy. Yes. Oh, it's my favorite thing. I love Dairy Queen, if you can't tell. Mm. If you can't tell, Dairy Queen's one of my favorite. Well, today's a good day to get a blizzard, not Heck only because yeah. it's going to be so hot and humid, but also because uh, getting a blizzard is going to help others. Tell folks again what the special day is about and, and how folks can help. Yeah, it's Miracle Treat Day. Uh, come to any of our Dairy Queens at... Uh, if you buy a, any size blizzard, any kind, we donate a dollar to Children's Miracle Network, and it goes to our local hospitals. So. Sweet. Yeah. And well, you come to Winchester Avenue Dairy Queen, we have a giant inflatable curly top cone you can take a picture with, too. So that's extra fun. <laughs> we so. might have to go down there. We have yeah. to that, yeah. take a long way and home. I'll be there all day, so you nice. get to see me, too. Awesome. Well, uh, Mandy, thank you for stopping in. Thank you for bringing the blizzards. That's awesome to be sitting here. You're welcome. I noticed on you got yours first. I, I still need to go out there and get of mine. Of course. You got to get, get out there early. You got an Oreo one, too, right? I, I don't know what they I, I just left it to fate. Oh, how are you going to do that with a blizzard? I couldn't make my mind up. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, Mandy, thank you for stopping in. This is a great event you guys are doing again. A dollar of every blizzard sold today will be donated to the Children's Miracle Network. So, uh, Mandy, thank you for stopping in. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And stick around. We'll have more after this on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Welcome back to Panhandle Live. Here are your hosts, Jordan Warner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, driven by Country Roads Tire and Auto and broadcasting live from the Hoppy Kerchival Building. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is March Kavalik. If you missed any of the show so far, you can listen back to it a little bit later on on our Panhandle News Network Facebook and Spotify page. But Marsha, there was a big day yesterday. It was a real big day yesterday, and this has been stuck in my head because of it. Were you an X-Files fan? I mean, I watched it. It was... You weren't a pain. You, I thought David like Duchovny was cute. used to scare me when I was a kid. Okay, yes, low key, and that's why I probably didn't watch a ton of it. But my one of my kids was really interested in it, so I, I probably absorbed more than I what wanted was to. His, what was his name in the show? There was Mulder and Scully. Mulder and Scully. That's right, Mulder and Scully. But the reason we're talking X Files, talking aliens, is because well, apparently they're real. Which I knew that already, of course, but uh, it's gone into Congress now. It's gone onto the public record, and this is one of the big uh, sound bites from. Oh well, hey, let me stop the X Files song first. This was one <laughs> of the big sound bites uh, from the UFO hearings yesterday at the uh, or down in D.C. Do you believe our government has made contact with intelligent extraterrestrials? Something I can't discuss in public setting. Um, okay, I can't ask when you think this occurred. <laughs> um, if you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Ah! Um, were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. Ooh, those UFO here. I was so deep into the internet yesterday uh, with these UFO hearings. But um, it's an insight. It's this whole thing. It's this big, long uh, investigation that's been going on for a while. It's a, it was a, a public information act um, type oh, of yeah. investigation thing. Uh, and it goes pretty deep. I mean, uh, and I can't remember the guy's name now that's uh, been testifying, mm -hmm. I guess, in front the of... The whistleblower. Uh, yeah, the whistleblower. And, I mean, he knows where the crafts are at. He knows where the bodies are at. 
He knows that the U.S. has been reverse engineering the, the crafts they've been finding to use the engineering. So as I mean, I'm not a skeptic at all. So this is I'm eating this stuff up. But I don't know if you're a skeptic or not. How do you feel about some of this UFO information? I think it's um, it's a banner day for people who are probably called <laughs> yeah. crazy for decades. Told you so you know, um, now we just need Bigfoot. And it, and now it kind of makes the Inquirer look more like a legit you know news outlet because mm-hmm. I remember back in the late seventies. You know, as a little kid, you can't get enough of those headlines about UFO are real. You know, uh, they visited the White House, yeah. met with President. You know that kind of thing. But so, what is a biologic? And how do we, you know, is it a life form, but it is not of earthly origin? Right. I mean, it was a little frustrating watching it because, like you heard, um, he a couple of the answers to the question, his answers to the questions were, I can talk about that in a private setting type of things instead of on the public record. So there's a lot of information, of course, that he uh, isn't giving up. But there are certainly a lot of answers that he gave that can you can quickly connect those dots. Mm. I'm I'm here for it. I love it. I love it. So, okay, what else are they hiding from us? That's the question, right? Well, how deep do you want to go? People had to people had to really pull this out of these folks and this whistleblower. This is a very brave act on his part. Mm -hmm. How many decades has this been going on? People who were just thought of. When was Roswell? Forties? Wasn't the fifties? I don't know. Look it up. Yeah, Um, but all these people who are like for decades poo-pooed at you right? know like oh th- 47 it's not real you know mm-hmm. i don't know i think it's i think it's incredibly interesting whether it comes out that it's all bogus or it comes out that it's all real uh, i think regardless it's a uh, a very interesting situation well, that this guy's has, testifying uh, he's testifying under oath yeah. like that's under penalty of perjury yeah right well i think it's cool i think it's really cool and you get to listen to the x-files soundtrack whenever you want now What a great show. They just don't make TV shows like that anymore, you know? They used to have, um, like, a theme color. If you look, I heard them interviewed once that they were like, yeah, the, the color of this episode was this light blue, and so you see this ambient color really? running through the through the episode. I don't know how long they did that, but um, it was it was so, the yeah, it was so well done um, in many respects. But so if they've got remains mm-hmm. that are not of earthly origin and mm-hmm. they've been back engineering, reverse engineering these, um, you know, the next question is when are we going to, when are we going to see these or know more about them or how do they preserve these biologics? Are they in a lab somewhere? Could these potentially be harmful uh, if released into the the wide population? Where did they crash land? <laughs> Great question. I don't know. And I, I would love to find out because now you go through and you look at some of these, you know, videos like there's video here I'm looking at. There's 100% raw footage, unedited UFO things, right? And, of course, if you'd have seen this. It's like Bigfoot flying in the air. If you'd have seen so it blurry. five days ago, you'd be like, no, nah, that's fake. But now it's like, eh, maybe it's not. You know, maybe it isn't. Gives me a little credibility, too, with my uh, stories I was saying yesterday. I, I did not disbelieve you. But also, it begs the question, because you said you saw both of these craft around the same place. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Are are the craft landing in a particular area? Is there a pattern you know, is there a place that is drawing these craft? Hmm. You know, because question. obviously you saw yours 
near the premium outlets. <laughs> Maybe they're Are coming they in to get a deal. Interstellar back to school <laughs> shopping. Man, they can interstellar to better places than that. That's for, well. Then okay, it was nice. Then it was kind. good. Then it that's was really good. Kind. Now all the Maybe stores gone. Maybe they needed gone. some sunglasses so people wouldn't like. I don't even think sunglass huts there anymore. Oh, sorry. Uh, from what I heard, there's whispers that they might be turning the uh, the old prime premium outlets into uh, housing. Oh wow! Which I think it'd be is an unbelievably good idea. Well, they already have like sidewalks. Sidewalks. And, there's courtyards. The I mean, there used to be a lemonade place too, but <laughs> I don't know. Let's I think it's sheets. A, I think it's a great idea. <laughs> To use that because there's such a big footprint for that place, you know. Yeah, make it into ever a since little... Clarksburg opened up. I, well, I was working at the outlets when they uh, opened up the Clarksburg outlets, and everybody knew that that was the sign that things were times were changing. Well, the, the, the fact the premium is there meant that we lost Blue Ridge Outlet yeah. Center. So, right. I mean, I guess what goes around comes around. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, you know, were the aliens just there on speculation? Were they trying to buy a property? Well, I want to know if any of our listeners have seen it. I've seen a UFO. Text us, 304-263-4321. You don't got to feel crazy now because we're all it's we're, legit. We're all believers now. There is something else out there. It's It's been read into the record. There's something else out there. Hmm. So strange. Can you imagine you're, fly, you're flying somewhere on a plane and just zoom, UFO goes by? Or like we were talking about on the sports show, five years from now, we could be living like the Jetsons. Mm-hmm. Flying around. I mean, a lot of that. Like, think about the the iRobot already cleans your. You know. Oh yeah. You have so many automatic things hmm. that that were just ideas. What if the people who created the Jetsons? They knew. They knew. It's like South Park, or not South Park, The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'd what if they had uh, alien encounters that were that gave them mm-hmm. a, an insight into the future? I don't know. I don't know, but text us 304-263-4321. If we won't seen, call your name out. We're no, not going to, huh. you know. We won't out you unless you want to, unless you want to be. But uh, if you've seen one around somewhere, even Bigfoot, I've, I've heard Bigfoot. <laughs> Seriously. I, it's, and I reported it to the BFRO, the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization, that I'm a proud, uh, longstanding member of. So can you tell I like uh, I like the weird stuff? I'm <clears throat> I'm just learning so much about you this week. <laughs> I even have a Bigfoot key ring holder in my, uh, my house. <laughs> and your favorite blizzard, of course. Oreo, mm-hmm. which I'm diving into right now. Again, uh, thanks to Mandy and the uh, Dairy Queen, Peterson's Dairy Queens, for uh, bringing us in some blizzards this morning. And, uh, of course, a dollar of every blizzard sold at a Peterson's Dairy Queen, which are pretty much all of them around the area, uh, a dollar will go to Children's Medicine, WVU Children's Medicine, the Children's Miracle Network, which is an unbelievably great organization to work with. We work with them here uh, with our stations or with our stations here at the radio station. And um, what a sweet deal. Oh, I see deal. what you did there. Dollar will go to a uh, dollar of every blizzard sold uh, will go towards WVU Children's Medicine. But you can get in touch with us. You can text us 304-263-4321. Especially let us know if you've uh, seen any aliens out there because they are real, folks. They are very, very real. And I am very, very, very excited about it. You're here for it. We'll be back after this on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Taking local stories and sharing them with the four state. This is Panhandle Live with hosts Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Up. You know, I was just thinking about 
I should have put a uh, should put like an alien filter on our mics. <laughs> <laughs> we come back. Welcome back to Panhandle Live. <laughs> you can just hear the <laughs> listeners drop off. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, welcome back. I'm Jordan Dice Warner. Alongside me is Marcia Kavalik. If you missed any of the show so far, go listen back to it a little bit later on. We've had uh, a ton of guests on. We have House Majority Leader Eric Householder on to start the show. Uh, we had Tracy and Rachel from Mimi and Papa's uh, Dips and More and the Junior League of the Eastern Panhandle to talk about a great uh, back to the back to school event that they're doing, and then of course we uh, were just speaking with a little bit ago Mandy Abel from Peterson's Dairy Queen. Uh, she brought in some blizzards for us, and they're doing a uh, a fundraiser right now with WVU Medicine Children's and uh, Children's Miracle Network. A dollar of every blizzard sold at a Peterson's Dairy Queen, which is pretty much all of them around here, uh, will be donated to the Children's Miracle Network. So if you missed any of that show, missed any of the show today? You can listen back to it a little bit later on. And they are compelled to hold that blizzard upside down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was a little, I was a little nervous to do that. When but yours was picture. frozen. Well, yes, but it was starting to thaw out enough oh, gotcha. that uh, it had the opportunity to. to that's why I had the, the cap mm-hmm. under. You the didn't, you didn't to want to lose it. a bit of it. No, I can understand that. No, it's like I tell you, this is my breakfast this morning. So. Mm. Well, breakfast we had of a, radio champions coffee and ice cream. We had a we had a nice lunch the other day, and and we actually it's nice because we took advantage of it to sit at the big table and all of us eat together. Yep. But uh, Dexter's Laboratory Ooh. catered catered our lunch, let us order what we wanted off the menu. I got a Reuben; it was delicious. I had a uh, I can't remember exactly what it was called. I'm trying to get their um, their menu up here, but I had a burger that was gigantic, gigantic burger. It had uh, two patties, it had uh, bacon, and had lettuce, tomato. Mayonnaise, ketchup, all the stuff on it, which is uh, always, always good for me. But yeah, shout out to Dexter's Burgatory. And uh, if you are looking for, uh, if, that, if that's not a good enough reason for you, if you're looking for another reason to go to Dexter's Burgatory, tomorrow will be a big day for it. That's right. There are 50% Friday deal. Um, Dexter's Burgatory in Berkeley Springs has fresh burgers, salads, subs, and more. And you can book your next party there July 28th. That's tomorrow. You, get, you can get $50 worth of delicious food for half the price. There you go. And uh, Dexter's a Burgatory out there in uh, Morgan County, Berkeley Springs. Good stuff. And I love the name Dexter's a Burgatory. Um, you think they're Dexter's Laboratory right. fans? Maybe. Yeah, I would think so. I love Dexter's Laboratory back in the day. So if you go to uh, our website, panhandlenewsnetwork.com, and you click on 50% Friday, not today, but tomorrow beginning at 9, that, um, that offer will be live. There you go. And you can always uh, get in touch with us. You can text us, 304-263-4321. You can tweet us at EP, or well, you can tweet us at EP Sports Network. I always get, get mixed up doing that. Or you can message us on Facebook, uh, Panhandle Live, or WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. So we haven't had time for much of a recap for, for local news, but I wanted to draw folks' attention. There's an article over at PanhandleNewsNetwork.com. The troubled Lambert Pool in Martinsburg could be replaced by an outdoor or indoor splash pad facility. They're going to be uh, looking into that. Uh, further at a meeting tonight of the Martinsburg City Council. The World Bow Hunting Competition is going to bring uh, three 3,000 visitors to Kekapin State Park uh, early next month. Very cool. Yeah. And the splash pad sounds like a great idea for that. Yeah. If, you if, know? You're, if your pool just keeps giving you trouble yeah. and and kids just want to cool off on a hot day like this, splash pad is not bad. You can even, uh, well, depending on what they do with it, and if they allow this, of course, but that's a great place for taking dogs to oh. you know, take your pets. They can jump Maybe around. Maybe a dog and, hour. Yeah. That'd be fun. Well, I know a lot of uh, public pools, uh, when they go to close up for the year, they'll have a doggy day. Nice. And you know, just dogs only. Mm-hmm. And they can swim around and 
Oh do whatever gosh. they need to do. It's always fun. The dogs love that. Oh, yeah. So uh, the PACT Act open house is happening at Martinsburg's VA Medical Center today from 9 to 3. Um, there will be a lot of folks there to kind of help you navigate through and see whether or not you want your um, application would move to the next level. Um, and they they got screenings available. I don't know if they'll be doing them today. But anyway, uh, get in touch with the Martinsburg VA Medical Center for more information. And you'll be happy to hear this. Hoppy Kerchival, of course, up with TalkLine next. At 11.20, they'll be talking about what? Aliens. Mm-hmm. How real they are. They'll be They're among about us. Aliens. They are among us. Now I'm going to yeah. be looking at everybody weird now. If somebody says something weird, I'll be like, hey, are you an alien? What are Wouldn't you it explain a few things? Like when you feel like you've been somewhere before or you feel something brush your arm and like nothing's there. That's ghosts. But That's what, a completely no, what, other story. What if it's something in another dimension? I can talk ghosts dimension? too if you want to talk ghosts. What if it's something from another dimension? Briefly breaking the time uh, continuum, the time-space continuum. Hmm. I don't know. See, it's it's just so much, so much to think about, you know, because now you start thinking about all the sci-fi stuff you've seen over, you know, your lifetime, all the comic books you've read, all yeah. the documentaries, and it's like all that's flooding in. It's like, oh, my gosh, it's all, it all could be real. Um, also, dang it, government. Were you yeah, trying let to, us know. Yeah, were you trying to protect us or just... Keep the good stuff for yourself. Yeah, like, okay, does the alien technology that you're reverse engineering, like, drop 20 pounds from a given person? <laughs> like, are these good things that could cure con- cancer yeah. and, you know, improve our smile yeah, and 10 diet? easy steps? I want to know what their diet They're is. They're pretty skinny, the ones that I've seen on TV. They look like they've got a, you know, pretty nice waistline. So, Well, if you missed any show today, you can listen back to it a little bit later on on our Panhandle News Network Facebook and Spotify page. For Marsha, I'm Jordan. Panhandle or uh, Talkline Talk. is next. Have a good one. Talk to you later. I'm Martinsburg and WCST Berkeley Springs, a WVRC media station. We're proud to live here.